Hey, hey, hey. Hello, y'all. How y'all doing out there? I am your host, Casey Lacey, and here at the Random Horror Show, where we film, commentate, and be random with horror, science fiction, fantasy, cult classics, and the obscure in movies, television, and books. Thank you for listening. You have really great cheap taste in podcast listening um you're listening to my show um there's nothing special about it but the only thing we just talk about is like horror and science fiction movies wherever i feel like it and everything else there you go so tonight's podcast we're going to be film commentating and just being random <clears throat> with warlock the 1989 Ouch. <laughs> My neck kind of hurt a little bit right there. Uh, supernatural horror film. I say it's more supernatural. Um, it has Julian Sands. Uh, we know him from like every damn where he has like a very distinct look about himself. Um, we have Lori Singer who is who was in Footloose, if y'all remember her, she was in Footloose, you know, her daddy, John Lithgow, there is no dancing in this town, you know, they banned dancing, here comes like Kevin, six degrees of bacon coming up, you know, just changing the whole like town and stuff, um, she's in this movie, she plays Cassandra with a K, and the synopsis of this movie is where you know, there's a warlock that caught his butt, and, you know, Renfield, um, he caught him with one of the, uh, main characters, and he was like, yo, I'm finna, like, dip and everything, you know what I'm saying? Renfield, like, you ain't dipping nowhere, so there was, like, this big-ass, like, wind of, like, tornadoes that came through this little 17th century, uh, colonial everybody looking dry as hell like a ham sandwich with mayonnaise of you know how the colonial times were you know what i'm saying so they uh had like these winds come through this big old hurricane but it was actually him conjuring up this time traveling wind that's gonna take him into the 1980s of course renfield like jumped in he's like jump on in jump in to follow him um, the warlock is actually on a mission to find the great grimoire of like witches that has been dying and buying and, and, you know, just looking for this, this big gigantic, you know, like epic grimoire of all grimoires, uh, which is have the pages that has the lost name of God and also undo creation. Why is it that like when you have a villain, and they just want to undo creation. I'm just like, yo, you, you, you born on earth. You know what I'm saying? You born on earth. You born into like this world just like that. But you want to undo creation? I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I don't think they like understand the repercussions of that right there. So like if you destroy or do uncreation of God's work of like, you know, what he, you know, what God has done, um, where are you going to be at? I know you, I mean, like, what existence of, like, realm you're going to be at? I know, like, hell or something like that, but what are you going to rule? I mean, is there, like, different type of portals or uh, different, uh, you know, uh, inter, you know, galactic, uh, 
you know, places that you can, <laughs> you can rule, like, different realms or something like that. I mean, I don't know. I don't. Sometimes I be thinking about it like that. And I was like, man, I don't think they th thought this through. <laughs> but anyways, he's like, after all the missing pages, they are scattered uh, pretty much from the West Coast to the East Coast, which um, they find the last pages um, in Boston. Um, Cassandra, uh, you know, she's aging because he hexed her. Um, her and Renfield are, like, on the, the race to find the warlock so he won't get, like, all of the pages of the Grim War. Um, they have, like, this little showdown in the old cemetery in Boston. Um, the special effects didn't really didn't pan out well i mean come on you know it's like back in the 80s and stuff so like you know when i watched it it was like whoa that's pretty cool but like when you watch it like 30 some years later you're just like uh okay you know you're like that um this screenplay is actually written by david tuomi if i'm not if i'm probably pronouncing it wrong um he is responsible responsible for pitch black and the Chronicles of Riddick and many other science fiction films. Uh, it actually first started off as like a, um, you know, little bit of like borrowing ideas and stuff of like Terminator. You know, because because it kind of it kind of has like that little bit of that Terminator feel uh, with it. You know how we know how the story goes with Terminator of where you know, the Terminators in the future, and, you know, Reese goes back into the 80s to, like, you know, save old Sarah Connor, um, the Terminator got, goes back to, like, kill Sarah Connor, but it switches the role, the, the whole little period of it, of, like, you know, being in the 17th century, which is, like, 1693, um, is where they're at, to, like, go, into the future you know we're doing some back to the, you know back to the future shit right here um to like find these pages and stuff and so it was created like that story and it was going to be more of julian sand's character um just being kind and benevolent and he's trying to escape persecution because you know he's a warlock nobody didn't understand it um, you know how it was back in the day of, you know, colonial times, you know, anybody just done something strange, even if they, uh, I don't know, blinked an eyelash or some shit like that, you know, weird or something, there is a witch, but instead he changed it to where it's going to be more of the fantasy and the magic and the supernatural part of it, and then, you know, made the warlock into a villain, so it was not bad of a, uh, of a storyline of the screenplay of it i mean they had to do a little bit of changes to it but it you know it worked out very well um i remember that like a lot of people did like like warlock because it was a you know it was pretty different um i know that we all had like the series and movies and stuff about witches and warlocks but it's never been like more of a story that is focusing on a warlock because um a lot of people think witches are just like mostly women but there's guys there are actually warlocks that's what they're called 
And um, I think it's like pretty super interesting that this movie came out, you know, oh God, I was in fifth grade around that time when it came out. And I do remember it. And, um, but it was like pretty interesting right there because we never seen, you know, uh, a movie that, you know, focused more like on a warlock, though in true, you know, in nature that it did focus like him being, you know, all evil and trying to undo creation and speak the word, the lost uh, name of God and all that junk and shit like that. Um, but it's like pretty, it's a pretty interesting movie. Um, it's, I, I like it, you know, it's not like something that, you know, I'm just going to go like, oh my God. But, you know, just, I just watched it for like good old times and stuff. I mean, I've seen it like about three or four times, you know, just like on DVD or, you know, I'll catch it on TV or whatever like that. But, um, but it was very interesting to like find some research on it that it actually did start it off as like a movie the screenplay of like the warlock actually being a good person and stuff and he's just escaping persecution but they flipped it you know and i was like that's not bad you know what i'm saying it's not bad and of course you know it has like that terminator type of you know going back into the past or the future with what you know what they did that's what they went to the future to look for you know, this epic grim war that witches have been looking for and, 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 and dying and everything else. So that was like, that's pretty cool right there. And, you know, you have like some big names in, um, in this movie too. So, you know, whatevs. But anyways, um, we are going to take a break and we're going to hear from our sponsor from Anchor FM and get back into... Warlock. All right, we are back with tonight's podcast, Warlock, starring Julian Sands, Laurie Singer, and I forgot that other dude's name. The one who played Renfell, you know. You know, I'm I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> I'm kind of lost. <laughs> Don't be lost. Richard E. Grant, who plays Renfield. Um, they also had like two other sequels to uh to Warlock, uh Warlock the Armageddon. I watched that. I wasn't feeling that. And then they had like another third uh, Warlock movie called. And Julian Sands wasn't in this movie. Uh, it's called Age of Lost Innocence or something like that. I don't know. I guess they was feeling some type of an enigma way. Y'all remember that song from Enigma? The Return to Innocence. Okay, I'm stop. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I liked I liked Enigma in, in in junior high. I did. I like when sadness came in, like Enigma, I was like, what? Do, 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 do. I was sitting there doing a Roger Rabbit and the WAP and the Running Man to sadness. And that was, that was, that was, that sucker jam. It was like, and you know, you, you see like the, uh, if you're up at like two to three o'clock in the morning, they also play those infomercials. Uh, was it called? Pure Moods. You remember Pure Moods? And they have, <laughs> They have Enigma. They also have a uh, Crockett's theme. Do 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 do. That that Crockett's theme was like off the chain though. 
when I was a little girl and I watched Miami Vice, that's that was like that was a fire right there. Dude, I always like like just uh, watched it just to hear that do 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 with the keyboard, and then you like then you have like a keyboard, you have your Casio keyboard because my mom got one. My mother played the piano ever since she was nine years old. So she had a keyboard. So I'm like sitting there. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, I was doing that on the keyboard and stuff. Also did uh, Everything Counts by Depeche Mode on the keyboard also too. And I played sax. I played the tenor sax uh, like Elisa Simpson in high school. So I, you know, there's a lot of Depeche Mode songs, a lot of... Uh, you know, music like that, that I played on, you know, trying to play it out on my saxophone, but what, but I know I'm like talking so random and stuff like that, but anyways, um, y'all remember Back to the Hotel? Yeah, I played that on my tenor sax, so that was, that was pretty cool, because, you know, I had the, you know, the drum line, and like the drum line was like really, really good, yeah, I know, right, it's not like Nick Cannon's drum line, this is like country 1A school drum line, you know, seriously, like, they, I'm, you know, dedication to, like, Dennis Scott Rain, uh, he was like, fuck, we gonna get us a drum line, you know, so he, like, trained all the drummers and shit, so, like, they was, like, really, really good just starting off and stuff, I mean, I mean, it get really, it got really, really great, and, uh, I had them to like play back to the hotel for me just to get the beat, you know, and I'll be the only one and he, and trust and believe like my band director, uh, yeah, he was strict and he wasn't like too big, like on a lot of like hip songs back then in the nineties, but he let my little black ass like play that shit. And I was like, what, what? And I had some couple brass players and stuff playing it for me, you know, and then I was like, doo, 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 doo. yeah, I know, right? It's funny. And they had the like, doo, 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 doo. you know, man, it was like really clean and shit. It was like funny because my cousins, they played on a opposite team and they had like, you know, they had their shit too. So we were just like, okay, we got to get ready for this and stuff. They like play like a number but a G thing, all the, all of those nineties music back then like rap and um new wave metal and all that stuff uh yeah it was a couple of us you know from these little winky dink ass 1a um country ass schools and shit you know we were just like you know what we gonna like make the band all liven up and there it is but back to warlock um you know i didn't already like round down a synopsis and then we we're just gonna sit there and talk about the film and stuff and everything so, you know, it starts off, you know, you see some, some old ass men walking, you know, through this little old colonial time. This is like 1693, you know, everybody looking dry and shit with no makeup on, you know, and, and, you know, they, they doing all the, like the shit that some of us need to be doing. It looks like they're doing shit off the grid. Probably like somebody this century that like seen it like, oh wow, they're living off the grid. No, man, that's like colonial times. They didn't have like the technology that we have, but you know, you still have technology. Like, like don't get it twisted. Like, even though if it's like long ass time ago, they didn't have running waters and shit like that. A lot of them did have like the technology to have running waters. Um, you know, read up on your history though. You know what I'm saying? There was like aqueducts and stuff like that. They had technology, but it's just not the technology that we have. But anyways, 
they're running, you know, they're just walking through town and shit, you know, they look like important as business people and stuff, and so they go to, like, this tower of power, you know, and it has, like, this witch hex symbol, you know, the uh, pentagram, and it has, like, the uh, symbols around it, and I guess that's just, like, a pro witch protection and stuff, because, like, they threw witches and warlocks in there to, um, you know, to make sure they're not going to escape, but, you know, old homeboy Warlock, he was just like, shit, I'm finna make my great escape, you know, I'm finna dip, so they went up to him, they're like, hey, man, we finna execute you, you know, you suck, you know, and cause so many lives to be, you know, to get murk, you know, you've been murking people and shit, and he was just like, not saying anything, like, ha, 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 I got something up my sleeve, and Renfell comes in with who caught um, the warlock because, um, you know, he killed, like, Renfell's wife and his Miriam. Why do, like, everybody has a Miriam? Miriam must be, like, a really popular-ass lame back in the day for, like, some good-ass chick, you know what I'm saying? She's a good, good wife. My good wife, you know what I'm saying? Had the, like, old-ass... Actually, they're speaking British... You know, because, like, you know, you know, back in the day, like, people think, like, they old, like, they spoke, like, English like we were speaking, but they were actually speaking British. Um, That's the old school British and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, Renfield was like, Shh, you know, I'm gonna get you, and then, you know, he, like, uppercuts him and shit, like, bitch, you, like, killed my wife, you know, you killed a whole bunch of people. You know, this dude, Renfield, he got, like, all these fires and shit. And I got looked at him. I'm like, man, I know your ass is musty up under them pelts and stuff. I mean, because you look like you smell. Like, you're not bad looking, but your ass smells. Because he got all them pelts and shit and furs and stuff, like, all over him. And I'm like, I know this man did not take no good-ass bath in two months. You know, balls musty smelling like cheese and shit, you know, Motherfucker stank, but you know, he do his job really good at being a witch hunter. So he was like coming down the stairs and stuff. He's like, Whoa, what's all this going on? You know, it's like these Santa Ana winds coming through and shit. They like all the people like, Oh, running. You know how like people get all confused when some like damn wind come in and stuff. They don't know what the fuck going on. You know, they can't say like hurricane, you know, or like, Why is this like this? But anyways, that was the uh, powers that the warlock used to, like, make his escape so he can, like, dip out. But he didn't know where he the fuck he was going, you know what I'm saying? We got to think about this. You know, this is back in 1693. It's not like, you know, he, he's not with Doc Brown and Marty, you know what I'm saying? You know, to tell him what time or what year to go to, you know what I'm saying? So he got to rely on his magic and everything. So he like, you know, he got out of there, you know what I'm saying? Renfield, look, he said, oh, snap, you know, you ain't going nowhere. You ain't leaving without me. He said, wee, he jumped into like that little tornado, little whirlwind and shit. And so like the warlock lands into a home, which is like in the 1980s, you know, and he is like all like went through this window. He's still in one piece. You know, Cassandra, then her roommate, they seen the guy, they're like, oh, what's going on? You know, this dude just landed in our, like, living room, busted out the windows and shit, you know what I'm saying? 
And, of course, the phones were down because of the disturbance of the magic that he used to transport his son, transported himself back into the future. Actually, not back into the future, but back in the future. <laughs> but they just like, oh, let's, like, pick him up and we're just going to, like, make sure he's all rested. I'm just like, there is a strange-ass motherfucker with his long ass ponytail and, and and he ain't got no shoes on. He got he dressed all in black. His shit looks funny. His clothing is a little funny. I'm like this. Uh we're gonna have to drop him off somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So the roommates like made this little joke, you know, it was kind of backhanded and stuff. Because she was like, yo, you know, I, we can put him somewhere, you know what I'm saying? We ain't going to have him in the house. And then he was like, well, I took you in and shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I would have been like, look, dude, she didn't bust through your window like that, you know, whenever she was, you know, coming to, like, L.A. and looking for, probably looking for fame or something. Because she's, like, working as a waitress at, his, uh, at this cafe. And she didn't bust through your window, bro whatever but yeah so they like all you know just let him rest there and i was just like man y'all shit is too fucking trusting that's too fucking trusting man woo that dude need to pay some damage and stuff we should have took him to his ass to the hospital and stuff i mean y'all had cars i mean yeah the phone lines were down because of all the wind disturbance from the magic that um brought him there into you know that century uh drop his ass off but anyways different story so they were just like you know she was like oh you up and and, and and blah 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 now he's like looking around he was like oh shit this is really strange because he was like damn i didn't know i got taken this far into the future because he thought maybe he would be taking like maybe like a couple of two years or maybe 30 years but no he got taken way like two centuries into you know the future and stuff so there was like a reason why he landed there and it's because of the pages that uh, it actually brought him there to that house. Um, they didn't know there was a table and a, there was a lot of furniture that her roommate had. And they were all like 100 years old and, you know, they were like antiques. But he didn't know, you know, he, he just didn't know, the roommate didn't know that like some of those antiques were like from like that century and everything. And that's the reason why it brought uh, the warlock to the house. But Cassandra goes off to work. You know, she's a diabetic. She's got to take her insulin. You know, she's got like these, you know, typical 80s dress, you know what I'm saying, with like the plastic, you know, pleather shit. You know what I'm saying? She's working at a, uh, you know, at a coffee shop being a waitress. And then the police arrive and she's like, what, 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 what? You know, and the, and the detective was just like, oh, who was in the house? Who could have done this to him? Because now she's finding out that her roommate got murdered by the warlock. And the warlock, like, you know, like, you know, Gensu, his, like, pinky finger, because he had this ring. And it was a nice ring. He's like, oh, I'm Scorpio, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, cuts off finger. Of course, there's salt, because he's kind of, like, kind of doing this back a little bit. You know, like, ooh, salt, hell no. Um, salt, you know, if you watch, like, Supernatural and shit, you know, the Winchester brothers always have, like, salt on them. I mean, I have salt, too. I mean, but I can't handle salt. 
I mean, I'm witch, but I, I can handle salt, but, you know, not in large quantities. That's weird right there to me. Uh, it's called high blood pressure <laughs> and gout and all that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, he, like, chews, like, the roommate's tongue out of the mouth. And, man, that shit was crazy, though. So now the warlock is like, yeah, you know, I'm in this new century and stuff. You know, I get to kill somebody. And so he's like, I get to murk, you know. So he murked the roommate. And the detective was asking Cassandra all these questions. She's like, you know, like, they trying to make it, like, seem like, you know, because her roommate was gay. And make it seem like he was some kind of, like, deviant, you know, like, he just have, like, all these random ass like dudes coming up in his house and stuff when it's not even the case and everything but you know they got to do their fucking detective job but i was just like man it's kind of it's kind of fucked up right there like how the detective was like asking cassandra all these questions and you know cassandra was you know shooting off like no just because he's gay don't mean he's like lurking you know and you know around the schoolyard like some kind of like pedophile you know what I'm saying? You know, she was defending her roommate because her roommate's been good to her um, all this time while, you know, she, you know, she wasn't, you know, she didn't have a place to stay. You know, she was trying to get her life together and stuff like that. And she got back to the house and she just looked and she's like, oh, my God, you know, I got to go. She's like, I got to bounce because this is too, this is too horrible. It's too tragic. This is her roommate that got murdered by the guy who bust in their window and stuff. And, you know, now they like kind of, well, her roommate isn't because he's dead, but she feels guilty because like they took a dude in, they bust in their, in the home. And now it's resulted in like her roommate's death. And she's, like, packing, packing, packing. And then she didn't know Renfield was, like, in the house because Renfield's been on the hot on the trail to, like, get the warlock. You know what I'm saying? So he, like, surprised the ass. You know, he talking crazy and shit because she's, like, this is real messed up. Dude busting my windows. Uh, my roommate's dead. And now I got this crazy, you know, lunatic come, you know, smelling like, just just beast broth and ass and stuff with these damn pelts and shit and he's dressed funny and he's asking me about the dude that busted in the window you know what i'm saying she's just like oh this is real weird so she called the cops and stuff you know but he was like hey you got the glass and stuff you know where he got cut and shit like that she gave him glass you know he like got a little bit of his blood she he sits this little witch um, compass in the bathroom and she was just like what the hell is that you know that's so weird you know like you're a weird dude and I just called the cops you know she didn't let him know that she called the cops he didn't know what the cops are but you know she's just like man I am ready to go and so she's just like uh yeah laughing she's like uh you know whatever and the cops came they got all Renfield and you know she was just like "Ooh, thank you you know thank you Jesus you know dude you know crazy she's like this is a this is very very crazy since the santa anna winds and the dude busting in my windows and she was still packing and then when she went in the bathroom you know she seen the spinning of like the witch compass and it pointed directly to the warlock he was already there 
Oh, she's like running all over the damn house and shit. Man, she tried to call the cops. And I was just like, man, 911 got a recording and stuff like I am machine. Man, that's fucked up right there. So, you know, she is trying to get away. Oh, Warlock, you know, bust up the old table because uh, her roommate had this old ancient ass table. And it was back from, you know, 1693. And he found a couple of the pages of the, the Great Grim War. And she was just like, okay, why is he busting up the table like that? He got those pages and shit. You know what I'm saying? He hexed the ass and stuff because he took a bracelet. He said a little hex and shit. And then she, you know, she, uh, you know, passes out on the bathroom floor. And she wakes up and she's like 40 years old. Um, The makeup in here, I mean, I can, I mean, like, like, I was like, damn, I didn't know 40-year-old people could look like that i mean i'm in my 40s but i didn't look like that you know some people think i'm in my 30s or i'm actually 30 but you know i'm 43 and she was like all old and you know she had these long ass fingernails i was like my fingernails ain't got that damn old long like that so anyways she goes down to the police station she's like hey i'm gonna bust this dude out you know bail him out and everything because now I done aged by 20 years in one day. Um, dude broke in into the house again, you know, stole these pages. And the witch, like, you know, compass went off the chain when he come in the house. And she's like, this shit's crazy. You know, she's like trying to, like, make sense, try to make, make sense of it. But she, um, but, you know, she does, like, believe Renfield now. And she gets him out of jail. Um, they go through um, all through the house and see what's going on. He was like telling her all about it, all about what is really going on with this. And she's just like, okay, you know, but I'm going to tell you like it is. Uh, please, I want my bracelet. You know, I don't like looking like this. Um, you know, she thinking like, oh, since I aged 20 years in one day, you know, it's not that bad, but he was like, no, you're going to age another 20 years in another day. And he, she was like, what, you know what I'm saying? What this fool did this shit to me? You know, so she made like a pact with him. Like, we're going to do this. We're going to get my bracelet. I'm going to like turn back into my twenties and you just go ahead and do what you need to do. Cause I'm going to dip out of this uh, uh, crazy ass bullshit that now I'm like in and I'm just like gee whiz so they was like making it like trekking all out of California um the warlock about this time he done found like a small kid you know they was sitting there chit chatting you know and, and and the little come to find out the little boy is unbaptized um his dad was like a straight up atheist and and of course um the warlock uh, murdered the little boy because the fat of a young male um, unbaptized child and it's cooked, it gives them flying powers. It's not totally they're flying, flying like up in the air and stuff, but, you know, it gives them, you know, like flying, you know, objectives and shit like that so they can move faster. I mean, they don't move, they don't fly like a lot, lot like that. But, you know, it gives them flying powers. And so, 
he kills the little boy. He drinks the little fat. You know, he's, like, zooming, like, all through, like, on the highways and shit. You know, looking like the Wraith, like, something, like, out, you know, Charlie Sheen played that movie, The Wraith and stuff, with the car when he came back to seek revenge on the dudes that killed him and shit. And, um, you know, you have, like, the state trooper meter running, like, like that. And they got there, and it was like, whoa, you know... They said it was like a coyote like came and killed this boy. So uh, Renfield went over to the mom, you know, where he was like asking the mom questions and and she was kinda like, Whoa, why is your question so weird like that? And she he was like, Was he um was he baptized? And she's like, No, his dad didn't want that because, you know, he don't believe in all that and everything. And so he just like walked off and of course he gave his condolences and stuff. I mean, Renfield is a little musty and shit but he has compassion like that you know what i'm saying and i give it to like giles renford renfield um you know for him to be like a witch hunter especially uh you know on you know the warlock's ass and everything from like all what has happened to him especially um his wife getting killed by the warlock and a whole bunch of other people um i give it to him for like being like that that really, you know, no-nonsense, like, stern uh, hunter and stuff. I mean, he has his flaws, too, but he's still like, you know, I'm finna get this motherfucker. You know, it was no stopping. It was, like, no point A, point B, like, with him. He was just straightforward like that. It was funny when uh, he was sitting there uh, telling Cassandra, you know, like, hey, you know, aren't you supposed to drive on uh, which side of the road are you supposed to be driving your carriage, you know? <laughs> She's like, oh, this side. He's like, and he pulls the wheel, and there was a truck coming because Cassandra, she's just so whatever she be doing because in the beginning, she don't even pay attention to shit. Uh, she almost hit an old lady. Then her ass gonna honk at the old lady. I was like, lady, like, Cassandra, really? You putting on lipstick. You should be, like, paying attention to the road and stuff instead of your little lips. Um, same thing, you know, with Renfield. Renfield was, like, smart enough. Like, he comes from 1693, and this dude just, like, actually just came, you know, he just, like, you know, pretty much figure out how people drive, you know what I'm saying? Um, but she was just like, oh, what is this dude from, the you know, 1693 going to tell me how to drive? I mean, he's just pretty much basically like, yo, you're not even paying attention to the road, and you almost got us killed. So they've, so the warlock, you know, he's a, he done sped all the way into Colorado and everything. You know what I'm saying? So it, the eyes that he uh got was from a medium. Um, I know she was like playing with him and shit like that, but like for real, he knew that like the medium was full of shit. So he was like, yo, uh, you need to call up my uh you need to call up my boss. So he got the eyes from her, uh, because the boss, you know, the demon boss that was like, um, that came through her, he cut out her eyes and shit. So it was like showing him um uh, where to find the the missing pages to this great grim war. And uh he landed in a farm like in you know, in Colorado and then 
um, they were doing all this driving and stuff, um, and she aged again. Um, this time she's 80 years old or 60. It was like, cause she was 40 and then, yeah, D man, don't mess with me about my damn math. But anyway, she aged to 60 and stuff and she's just like, no, nah, you just go ahead without me. He's like, no, nah, you need to come with me because, uh, the more that you try not, you know, if you slow down and stuff, you know, you really are going to die. And he's like, just come on, girl. Just come on, girl. So they made it to the farmhouse. And the um, I like this part right here because it was really interesting because the grandfather, um, he was a Mennonite. He wasn't an Amish. He was a Mennonite. Um, the difference between Amish and Mennonites and stuff, um, Mennonites, they do everything pretty regularly uh, like Amish people, but Mennonites have, um, electricity. They also, um, embrace technology. Uh, Mennonites don't discriminate against, like, I mean, there's a lot of, there's black Mennonites, there's, um, Hispanic Mennonites. Um, so Mennonites, you know, don't, like, you know, trip, like, on having interracial marriages and stuff, because, you know, to them, it's like, you people, you people, you know what I'm saying, they all do dress, like, in the, uh, Amish, you know, type dressing, the women and the men and stuff, but they, uh, but Mennonites, I was like, damn, if I, uh, chose to be either one, I'd be a Mennonite, um, you know, because they're a little bit more advanced, but they still stick to, uh, the tradition to the traditions and the culture and they also uh you know been around a long time just like Amish people um you know he noticed that the horses were sweating before uh you know morning the cream was curdled uh he was just like uh-uh this ain't this this is some bullshit you know what I'm saying and his son was you know he ran the farm he was like son get your kids, you need to go, uh, there's a witch here, and he was like, dad, you know, you tripping and stuff like that, and he's like, do you not notice what is going on, your wife's bread did not even have, didn't even rise, you know, coming out of the oven, and he's like, you know, I haven't seen these signs in 30 years, he's like, and like, pops is like, you know, you better go right now. Take everybody and go. Take everybody and go. So they did. And uh, Cassandra and Renfield, they uh, went to the farmhouse. Um, you know, Renfield, you know, he just bust in like high karate in the house and shit. And he was like, yo, who put the hex? You know, he was like, that was me. He was like, are you armed? And she said, nah, Mennonite like that. And he was just like, yeah, bro. Uh, you know what to do, you know, get them kids out the house, you know, you know, you, you know, he was like, bro, you better listen to your daddy because your daddy trying to tell you something, right? So he did, they did, um, they went into the, uh, crawl space attic, uh, that's where the warlock was, he found a couple, like the two-thirds of the pages of the grimoire, um, it was set inside of a, um, old, you know, uh, furniture from like that century and of course like I said he has flight now since he drank the fat of a uncircumcised male child 
Uh, I said uncircumcised. Boy, howdy. Unbaptized. God dang. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm fucking dead right there. I said uncircumcised. That's crazy. I'm dead. But he was just, but like Renfield's like, all right, I know he's still up in here. And he told uh, the Mennonite grandfather and Cassandra to put pennies in their mouth, you know, just in case he's going to try to come and do some bewitching and stuff. You know, if anybody knows about copper and shit like that, you know, it is like a protection, um, especially um, if you are very interested or read or know about anything about hoodoo uh, or voodoo or whatever like that, uh, pennies uh, are usually used you know, especially, you know, for, like, protection and, you know, stuff like that. So, he was like, man, I'm finna go up, you know, I'm finna go up here. He looking around, you know, it was like this big-ass bat, and I was just, like, watching. I was like, man, it's that corona bat right there. That's fucked up. I said corona bat. But it was just, like, that big-ass bat, you know what I'm saying? And I got to thinking, I was like, man, that's that bat off the Monster Squad or <laughs> Dracula. He threw that knife at his like that and everything oh, put them against the wall and stuff that bad like like that but i got a story my dad like actually killed a squirrel and the squirrel like fell down like in slow motion when he shot him because the squirrel stole his watch and he like slowed down and like he died like in slow motion when he got shot i mean it, it's it's really funny and the squirrel actually stayed with the hands all up like oh i've been shot just like that. That's how that bat looked. And Renfield was just like, all right, you know, let me look around and stuff. And then he went, he went into the, uh, the table that, you know, the warlock busted up to get the rest of the pages. And he was like filling all through it. And he found one page and he ripped it up and then it went back together. And he was like, oh shit, this mother, this damn page is indestructible. You know, this is an indestructible book and we can't destroy it. And so, uh, Warlock came down, you know, he, you know, he got his flying pals. He was like, ha, you know what I'm saying? We finna, like, battle and shit like that. He was like, oh, no. He got that, like, Indiana Jones whip. Pachow! You know, kick that, uh, damn little part of the, uh, the house and everything that's, like, open up the little windowsill and shit. And he was just like, man, we finna battle. So he did, they did a little scuffling, a little muffling and everything else like that. And they made it outside. Renfield got his ass knocked out the damn window. And then here comes Warlock, you know, with the flying and shit. And I'm, I'm eating on a gummy bear, gummy bear. And then he took, like, this like this weather vane. And then he gonna, like, that was, like, the best part right there. When the uh, weather vane that he, like, took off the house. And it shot down like a spear. In between Winfrey's, um, between his legs and stuff. I always liked that part. That part was, like, always cool to me. And so, uh, Winfrey was like, man, I'm finna get you right now. So, I don't know what kind of sports or, 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 or training that Winfrey had back in 1693. But this motherfucker just turned into a, a, an Olympic javelin thrower. You know what I'm saying? This sucker just must have been for the gold or whatever. But when uh, the warlock was like flying into the um, the barn, he got to... <laughs> he like javelin throw and hit that suck. I was 
like, damn. He fell to the ground. I was like, this dude was in the Olympics. They did. They had Colonial Olympics or something like that. So Redfield was like one of their best javelin throwers. I was like, I'm dead. I'm dead. But we're going to take a break. But I, we're going to finish the rest of this podcast. And you're going to hear my like, you know, my final thoughts on it. And we'll be back. All right, all right, all right. We are back with the last leg of tonight's podcast, Warlock. Um, And where was I since Renfield has, he's in the Tokyo Olympics and he has javelin throw the wind wind vane into the Warlock. He's all injured. They're trying to put the, the witch cuffs, you know what I'm saying? They took off the boots. You know, this ain't the Mexican with the boots on. This is the witch, the warlock with the boots on. So they trying to put them old witch cuffs, warlock cuffs on them. Not fisticuffs, but warlock cuffs. And, oh, like, Mennonite Papa, he looked dead in his eyes because Renfeld told him, do not look dead in his eyes because he going to mess you up. Uh, Yeah, he got messed up. His eyes started bleeding. And Renfeld's like... Cassandra, you go on, you go find him, you know, I know you're about 60-something years old, and you can barely run and stuff, uh, but I gotta help old Papa out, you know what I'm saying, I gotta help Papa out, cause he don't want Papa to die, cause Papa been very helpful to let them know where the warlock was, so Cassandra, she runs into this rail yard, and the warlock is hiding, he, like I said, he's barefooted, so he's, um, vulnerable whenever he's barefooted, so she took the blessed hammer and the nails, and she starts, like, you know, pounding nails into his footprints, and he's like, ah, you know, he's like, ah, and then she didn't hear him again, he put the, put a plank on his feet, and then she looked, it was like an imprint of his head in the sand, so she took the hammer. She said, MC Hammer! Boom! Y'all remember that cartoon? Hammer! Hammer! Hammer time! Hammer! Yeah. You know what? Hammer, actually, Hammer Time like actually came out around, around in that time, 91, 9, 89. So it was Hammer Time, you know what I'm saying? Hammer Man! Hammer! So she was Hammer Man and everything. She got him. And so she was like doing that old slow ass like you know, chairs of fire, you know, run and stuff, because the, the train car, it was going, I was like, girl, I done made lunch, and ate it, and sipped a drink, and smoked a good blunt, before you got to him, so she finally got to him, she got her bracelet back, and she's like, yay, and then, it just like, tripped me out, the way how he was looking at her, he was like, looking at her, like, girl, what you done done? Mm-mm, you don't messed up now. I mean, that look, though, that look that he was giving her, it was like, it was t- it tickled me. I guess he was supposed to give that look of, um, how would I put it? <laughs> the look of sadistic, <laughs> I'm finna get you back. <laughs> I'ma tag you, but I'ma tag you back. <laughs> Y'all remember that off of Tropic Thunder? Oh, yeah, I'm going to tag you. I'm going to tag you back. <laughs> but you were giving that a look like. But then again, it was kind of like that 90s, like, R&B look, too. Like, 
Julian Sands was pretty damn fine too, and everything with the long ass ponytail. But he's like, girl, you know I, girl, you know I will kill you later on in the movie. Yeah, he was getting her to look like that. <clears throat> so she convinced Renfield. She's like, yo, let's get on this plane to Boston. It's not like this car going to make it to Boston because Tom, like, he get there, you know, because he has, like, flying powers to be the end. So, you know, they kind of like... Like, yeah, I kind of understand. But, like, now she was just like, yeah, I guess I'm going to finish this, you know, with you because I really got my bracelet. I, I'm 20 years old now. And see you later. He was like, nah, you got to finish this with me because you know about this and I need your help. She's like, well, fuck then. But, you know, she, like, did some little tricks and stuff. They got a plane ticket. And she did not mention to Renfield that, the warlock was in the airport. I'm like, how this motherfucker, how did he like got through TSA? Shit, I can't even get through TSA without like my Bath and Body Work products and stuff, you know? Cause I don't even feel like getting like travel size and shit. Like this barefooted ass man, just of like my country Tizzy all in this black and everything, you know, demonic edition. And he got through the airport, for real. So he made it on the, like, the luggage part. You know, Renfield, he's, like, having, like, all these, like, skits and stuff. You know, he was like, uh-uh, I'm sketch right there. You know, them planes and shit. Them planes, you know, that ain't godly right there. That's the devil shit. She's like, no, no, it's not that. She's like, man, come on. How you gonna get to Boston? How we gonna defeat him? You get your ass on this motherfucking plane. Like I said, so so he got on the plane. He took that weather vane. I'm dead. I'm dead. I was deceased right there. He brought the whole weather vane with him on the plane. And, he, of course, he's seen the signs, you know, blue flame. Uh, the cream has curdled. And, he, and she was like, no, you know, she was lying. She's like, no, he's not on the plane. No, he's not falling. I mean, but she did see him, but she just didn't want Renfield to, like, have a, a hissy fit, you know what I'm saying? Get his knickers all up in a in a twist and everything, cause you know she knew how Renfield was, cause he would have tore that damn plane up, you know what I'm saying? In thirty thousand feet, he would have tore that motherfucker up. So you know they got them some sleep. You know she trying to lay on his little pelts and furs and stuff. She's like, God dang, this motherfucker need a bath. He musty as hell, you know. I mean, he got all them fires and stuff, so he just straight musty, smelling like an old boot, like an old work boot, anyways, like my ex-husband work boots, I gotta say that right there, yeah, I threw that in, so they finally got to Boston, you know, they went to the church, you know, there's old preacher man, you know, pastor, priest, he coming walking out, cause you know, he got some supper ready, you know, his wife looking out the window like, baby, come home, I got supper ready, and they came up to him, they're like, yo, priest, preacher dude, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we got to let you know, we're going to give you the 411. Uh, there's a warlock on the loose, and he is trying to get the rest of those pages of this great grim war, and you need to help us. So he was like, all right, then, bet, come on in, like that. So he was giving the 411, both of them, you know, they was like trading out, you know, trade secrets and shit like that, you know, because... This is, like, really crucial. And so they, like, bounced to, like, the old cemetery. Uh, the warlock um, knew that they was there. You know, he pretty much uh, 
you know, went to the, um, the pastor, the preacher, the priest house, and he threatened, you know, him and his wife because he found out that his, oh, his wife is pregnant and stuff. And also, by the way, the wife uh, who played in this movie, uh, you may recognize her. She is on the crow. She played a girl's mom that was addicted to heroin. Um, I was like, recognize, oh, that's the chick that played on a, um, on the crow and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Her name is like Anna something. I forgot her last name. Boy, I'm bad with names as it is anyways. I know faces, but I'm sure it's terrible with some names. I give them, I, I call her, I call her Dilly. But anyways, so he like threatening them and shit. I don't know if they dead or whatever and stuff, but you know, I'm kind of like, man, don't be doing that shit. You know, that's crazy though. But they relinquished the information. Um, they finally made it to the cemetery. You know, they're like, all right. You know, so she looks and she's like, oh, snap. Um, Renfield, your name is Giles? She's like, oh, that's a nice name. He was like, and then Giles Renfield had like a whole ass fit. You know, he's all in the tizzy and stuff. You know, he, you know, he's set tripping. Oh my God, there's my grave. I'm just like, dude, you from 1693 and stuff. Of course you got a grave. Your ass is dead. You know, D-E-A-D, dead. So he was like all skitsing out. And Cassandra was like, I don't know why you skitsing out. You tripping and shit like that. But you need to get yourself together. I know it's a little bit strange to see you seeing your own grave and stuff like that. And your ass is dead, but you're still alive. You're right here looking. I'm looking at you and stuff. But this is not the time right here, bro. But the pages are in his coffin. Um, He's holding the pages, his dead body. So Cassandra's like, oh, gross. You know what I'm saying? She had to like pull every last bit of his corpse decayed fingers around the pages they were like whoo you know and she was like are you good you know are you good you know I mean I know it's a little bit odd to see you know me pulling the pages out from your dead body you standing right there but um are you good because you need to get your shit together and then the warlock shows up he's like hey, 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 and I done made it in and stuff like that you know what I'm saying and so he was just like, all right, you know, y'all need to give me these pages and shit, you know, get out of my way. Well, um, in the whole scene, um, that was a really weird set because the whole set was really odd, like to have a cemetery close to the water. And then you have like that scene where you see the city part, you know how sets do it. You know how they do it like that. But the scene tickled me because it just looks like something out of Police Academy. And the scene for Police Academy, whenever you're um, watching Police Academy when it's coming in, um, is, is basically the city of, you know, Vancouver, British Columbia. So I was like, that. so they're using Vancouver, Vancouver uh, Police Academy, you know, uh, city scene. And then you got the water and then you have the cemetery. Okay, that's really strange. Moving on right there. And so they found out, you know, there's like a little bit of a, a, you know, a kink in their plan is that the cemeteries, the old graves are going to be moved because there was some development of like condominiums and houses. And so basically half of the uh, cemetery ground was consecrated and the other half wasn't. So they did, you know, test out, you know, because with the warlock blood, you stick the weather vane in and it sizzled and shit like that. So they know like, okay, we got to 
you know, we got to work this plan out and everything. So, yeah, he was just like, Warlock was like, all right, I'm going to get you back. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tag you back. You know what I'm saying? That's so funny, like off of Tropic Thunder. I'm going to tag you back. He got out Cassandra. Yeah, he really did get her back because he got them damn nails and stuck it all in her foot. And, oh, my God, I'm like, ooh, that hurt right there. And Riffle's like, shit, okay. You know what? Why are you torturing her? You need to torture me. You need you coming after me. I'm coming after you, bro. Why are you weak like that? You know, be a man. Be a man. You know, you got all this magic shit and everything. You know what? We're going to duke this out, you know. So they like MMA fight, you know, duking it out and stuff. He didn't use his magic. He didn't use his whips, you know, his uh, Indiana whip and his uh, long crocodile Dundee knife and shit like that, you know, so they were, you know, they were getting in stuff like that, you know, Warlock got some moves, though, and I was like, damn, did they train back in the days or something like that, because this is some cool shit, so Renfield's like, yeah, you know, I got him, like, in my sight, he puts his head on the consecrated ground, he was like, yeah, bitch, feel the burn, feel the Bernie Sanders burn, you know, like, you cooking up some burgers and shit, you know, on the grill or some, some goat or some chicken or some steaks, you know? And so like, we're like, like, Oh, okay. Then I see how you are. You know, he was like, you know, he was like my big mama, you know, uh, you think you slick, but you can stand another greasing. So he took his like little magic and stuff and put it all in Renfield mouth. And Renfield was like coughing all that lava magic throw up or whatever. Like I said, the special effects did not pan very well um, in this movie, but it was kind of funny to see all that shit coming out of his mouth. He's like, <laughs> and the warlock, he's like, ha I got all the pages. So he felt like, he felt like Skeletor by now, you know what I'm saying? He got pages and shit, you know, of course, you know, the whole rundown, the, the, the dark clouds, the wind, and all that stuff, you know, something is coming amiss, you know, there's something foul in the wind, and so the pages came together, he was like looking, and then these words and letters and shit was forming and stuff, and I was like, so the lost name of God to do uncreation is Rodney? I was like, so God's name is Rodney. That's his, that's the that's the secret name. That's the lost name of God is Rodney. No, I'm playing. It's actually Ro- Roshika. And I was like, hey, girl, how you doing? Hey, Roshika, what you been up to, baby? Roshika is the lost name of God. I know. <laughs> Rodney's just seemed just a little bit too common. That's like a whole country boy name. Rodney! By the way, I do know a Rodney. I sprayed perfume in his eyes because he was trying to kiss me. Nasty fucker. Anyway, that was in high school. So Cassandra was like, you know what? I'm going to get her. She got her needles and stuff because she's diabetic. So she's like, well, I ain't going to be using these anymore for my humbling 70-30. So she filled them up with salt water. She's like, ah, I stabbed you with the salt water. You know, salt of the earth. I got you, baby. I got you. And then he starts like, you know, melting and blood and, and he catches on fire and, you know, and then he's like a pile of bones, you know, 
burning and then he gonna turn this little old crooked ass skull and like he finna say something like you can't say nothing you are burnt and Renfield came over there like man shut your ass up and he like stomped him with that old dirty ass boot and that was like the end of the warlock and so you know even though this great grim war is indestructible um at the end of it you know there's a little surprise and it's funny too i like the um humor of it um you know Renfield and Cassandra are about to have a moment here comes that little hurricane and stuff, the little Terminator, you know, because, you know, after the warlock was destroyed, I mean, what is the whole point of Renfield being there to, like, give, like, Cassandra a little kiss and shit like that on her lips? Um, he went over there, and he inscribed some stuff on his grave, you know, in remembrance to her, and she's like, oh, he's so cute, oh my god, he still remembers from 300 years before, you know, he's got this little time turn be wormy wobbly i sound like doctor who the time wobbly of like how time is it's not linear um so you know him dead really dead you know everything has served its purpose renfield's at rest warlock is destroyed uh the grimoire is buried in the salt flats so nobody can't get the whole fucking grimoire because it is buried in the salt flats of course you know cassandra she did her like due diligence of making sure that the book even though it cannot be destroyed that it is away from any type of warlock witch or whatever that is seeking the great the great grimoire and um that was it you know uh, Warlock was one of those movies that was trying, it was actually, get, it was like the whole horror genre was um, getting away from the typical cash cow slasher flicks, excuse me, and um, it was a lot of controversy back in the 80s, uh, whenever you had, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, uh, Jason, Friday 13th, and so many, like, Sorority House, it was a lot of films, um, pieces, uh, God, that was a really horrible movie right there. Um, you know, they called it out as being misogynist because it was just a lot of women and it was like geared towards like women and violence, um, in these movies. And so there was like, you know, we need to, uh, you know, change the direction of horror genre so they started to like go and ask you know different writers to like hey we want like horror but you know let's do it in a science fiction type way or we can do it in a fantasy way or we can do it um you know mostly obscure or something like that and so they started to get away from um a lot of those um, slasher horror movies, which caught, like I said, it caused a lot of controversy. I mean, even in Death by Temptation, even the roles and changes were flipped where you have the villain as a woman. And of course, you know, you got that old <laughs> five, ten minutes into Death by Temptation with the dingling shot. That was really refreshing right there. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with seeing a pair of boobies and stuff like that, but like, yo, I was like, yo, that dingling shot was very surprising right there. And I I totally enjoyed it. But um for now, you know, um 
Evil Dead, which I was reading about, um, they are changing the concept of, but you still have the Deadites, um, stars two sisters, um, that, not the star, not the actresses, but, you know, the storyline of two sisters, um, they having a family reunion, and this is like in Los Angeles or somewhere else like that, um, the Deadites come, you know, and go berserk, you know, at this, um, apartment building, and interesting enough that the, one of the sisters is a mom and she has children. So that is a different dynamic right there, um, especially with the Evil Dead franchise. Um, I, I mean, it may, it may flow. It may flow. I know like people were talking about how like it's running out of steam, but I feel I might, and I'm, and I know I was a bias in a couple of uh, podcasts about it, but I feel like this might be a cool direction for it. It might sink or swim, but who knows? We see about it when it comes out and everything. Um, evil dead since they're, um, you know, trying to keep the evil dead, spirit alive but anyways that is enough of my time right there i'm your host keisha lacy and you can find me on facebook at the random horror show who knows i may have a tiktok or instagram or flip the gram or chattanooga or, or youtube or whatever stuff like that you know technology is growing but anyways thank you for listening to this podcast here at the random horror show